Baseball is back, and so is MLB.tv. Watch every out-of-market, regular season game on your favorite streaming devices. Anywhere, anytime, all season long. Follow the action live or on demand. Track four games at once with multi-view mode. And catch up with in-game highlights. Plus, original programs, minor league broadcasts, and local pre- and post-game shows. Go to MLB.tv to start your free trial today. Blackout and other restrictions apply. Major League Baseball trademarks used with permission. Bernstein at Homes, middays 10 to 2 on Sports Radio 670 The Score and 670thescore.com in Odyssey Station. Fourth quarter is money time and it's tomorrow time. Well, you get in that situation and it's happened so many times since tomorrow's been here. Tomorrow's going to bail us out, but you can't bail, you can't, you can't bank on that all the time. The other guys have to step up too. Now he hit that shot, but other guys have got to make some cut. Vooch has got to pick up his game here. Pick up his game everywhere. Got to play better. That was a bad loss by the Bulls last night. They were sloppy. They were lazy. They were dumb. And they got beat at home by a team that they should have absolutely waxed. So we'll talk about that and more with somebody who talks about the Bulls for a living, Kendall Gill. He is on Twitter at KendallG13, the 15-year NBA veteran and NBC Sports Chicago Bulls analyst is with us on the Score Hotline presented by Circa Sports Illinois and Twitch.tv slash Chicago 670 The Score. KG, what's up? Nothing much. How you guys doing? We'd be better if the Bulls had a field goal sometime after the 7-11 mark of the game last night in the fourth quarter, Kendall. The offense, you said it last night, that's a position where they miss Zach Levine. Exactly. I mean, that's that's why you do not trade guys like Zach Levine. Okay, Uh you know, I know people have been saying, well, you know, let's move on. Uh, let's, let's, you know, break this thing up and try this stuff because the group that, that we currently have, they have not performed well. Well, guess what? We, we really haven't seen them together, uh, I believe, uh, enough to, to make that decision. I mean, I know we went oh to the Oh, my God, plane. they're 100 years old. Of course we've seen them enough. No, we have not. No, we We're have gonna not. We're not going to win anything. What, what is this, what, where is this group going to max out? Well, you know what? You got to keep these guys together for a couple of years, at least going to the playoffs to see what they're going to do. Okay. We were in the play-in last year. Yeah. Okay. But, uh, and you know, a big reason for us not succeeding well is because of the Lonzo ball injury. Okay. Because when Lonzo ball was here, uh, we were first in the Eastern conference up until uh, through the all-star break, but now Kobe white has assumed the rings, a range to the point guard position. Now I believe that we have to go through at least one playoff series with this team and with Kobe White at the helm of the point guard position to really see what we can do. You know they're All, not winning it. This is this builds never winning a title. No, 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 no. Look, look, man. I, I know basketball. I, okay? I know. So you know this build is not winning a title. No, no I've been, I've, I've been, I've been in the in the NBA. I played 15 seasons. Okay, I played for the Charlotte Hornets when they had myself, Larry Johnson. Alonzo Mourning, Dale Curry. You break when you broke that core up, then that was basically the end of the Charlotte Hornets in the, in the '90s for that for the runs that that we had. Well, what was the farthest but, that team got? We went to the second round in the playoffs. Okay, My, okay. So that's why you got to keep this team together. Now, I believe you keep them together for one more playoff run just to see what can happen. Also, too, I don't believe you can get equal value for Zach Levine at the trade deadline right now. Okay, because everybody knows you're a seller. 
So they're not going to pony up anything for Zach Levine right now. All right. So that's why I keep this team together, uh, at least for one more playoff run. Now, after that, then maybe I might be open for business, but not right now. But you run the risk, though. If you do decide that this is the route that you want to go, you, you run the risk of further injury with Zach, who can't seem to stay healthy. You also are probably not going to extend DeMar, right? If you're saying, let's just go for it one more time, and you don't want to spend money on DeMar going forward, there's a risk that's implied with this. That I'm not sure if the – KG, I'm not sure if, if, if the juice is worth the squeeze – in, in seeing this play out. What are you going to do? You're going you're gonna, to uh, trade DeMar? You're going to trade yes. Zach? Yes. When we start, and we're going to start And, and Caruso. Well, I don't know and if they – I, I think that you're right, that they probably can't trade Zach for enough value to make it worth it. But mm-hmm. Caruso and DeMar, I'm not sure that you get a ton back for. Uh, I, I think that Caruso does get you something, and holding on to him – even though he's great, like I, I love him as a player. I'd love for him to be on the Bulls for a long time. I'm not sure that it's it's worth it if you don't have a team that's already kind of close to being championship level. Okay, I understand that, but you have to, and I'm and I'm going to go back to the way AK ran ran the show in Denver. He did not trade his core players. Okay, he hung on to them until, guess what? They turned out to be what they are now, champions. Now, I don't know whether the Bulls can do that, but that's the characteristic of the front office. They do not trade their core players. Um, now, if, if, if Detroit wants to give me Bogdanovich, Jaden Ivey, and a first, now I got to think about that. That's equal value, okay, because I've heard about that trade. I'll think about that trade, okay? But... Any other thing, if you if you try to give me what um, D'Angelo Russell, um, Hachimura from the L.A. Lakers, I'm not doing that. That's not equal value. Well, if there's a first okay. round not, pick, I'm not, I mean, this, trade, but not trade they don't have any draft capital though. I mean, they're 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 capped. They don't have picks, and they're not a playoff team. Well, they're sitting in ninth spot right now. I mean, I think they could be a playoff team when Pat P. Will gets back. When Zach gets back, uh, you look at the game against the Phoenix Suns, what were they missing? They were missing scoring at the end. They went through a drought. You look at the game last night, they went through a drought, scoring. Guess what Zach Ravine provides? He provides scoring. You look at the game against Portland the other day when they were on the road, on those last uh, road, road trip. They lacked scoring, a scoring drought at, in the third quarter and in the fourth quarter. We And, and, and like you just heard Stacey say on the clip before, before I came on, you can't depend on DeMar to bail us out every time. That's why you got to have a, a second score like Zach Levine. Who else Who else would you guys trade Zach for right now? Oh, that, I mean, who's available? Yeah, make me an offer. That, that can, I'm that not, can if, do if, that. if it were just, I would do it for just draft picks. Nah, man, that's starting, that's starting over, man. Yes. We don't, we don't want to do that. This isn't going anywhere. This thing's done. You don't. You don't know that. I do. No, you don't. No, you don't. Okay. I mean, I'm. I'll. I'll take the under on on this. On All right. Now this build is going. Now I'll take the over, and and we'll agree to disagree. Okay. <laughs> what are we said right. the number at. But as far as how how far they get in a playoff series, I I don't think this build is going to win an actual NBA playoff series. 
And Kendall, you say yes. Yeah, I believe in them. I believe they can win them when they're whole. Okay, with the with the emergence of the way that uh, P. Will was coming along before the heel injury, with the emergence of the way that Kobe White has assumed the leadership uh, of this team, I believe yes, they can compete to win a playoff series. Okay. Like I said, we still haven't we still haven't seen these guys all together because they've been injured. Well, they're old. Well, does that does that scare they're you? Because that because what, what, what is what is old? Because that Demar's old, Vooch is old. I mean, your two of your key players are hitting their mid thirties. That's old in the NBA. Um, like I said before, I totally disagree with you. I think we can make a run, um, keep this team together until the summer. See what you can do now. After the summer, I mean, when we get in the summer, if we if we have not made a significant run in the playoffs, now that's when I start uh, thinking about trading pieces like Zach. Unless, like I told you about the offer from Detroit that I heard about, then I think about that. I will ask you this. In the meantime, when we're in this no man's land of trying to figure out not only who's starting, you know, when, when you see Caruso and Io starting and you see mm-hmm. how they're trying to figure out minutes, whether it's a guy like Javon Carter, whether it's Julian Phillips, and we're also still waiting to see what happens when Tory Craig comes back because that, that to me, is such a huge variable, his injury. No, who it is. is. I'm sorry. No, well, there's that, but also, like, you know, what you've seen out of those guys who have to make up the difference here. Yeah, just your thoughts on all of that piece of it. And and Tory Craig, too. Well, you know, Tory was such a big piece of, of what the Bulls did because of what he was bringing off of the bench, his his defensive capability, his, his three-point shooting. He was playing really well before he got hurt, uh, which bolstered the bench for the Bulls. I thought that Zach had after he came back after the 17 uh, game absence from his injury, that he was fitting in perfectly, that he was moving the basketball and, and, and scoring when he needed to, that he was accepting the role uh, that, that he needed to, um, you know, and that, and I felt like P will with, with, with Zach's absence was learning how to score. You know why? Because he wasn't in the corner so much. Okay, he was he was getting his offense out of the wing, the slot and the top of the key position. I felt like everything was rounding into form. But now we we got decimated uh, by injuries once again by by Tory, Zach and now P. Will. So so that's why I say you really don't know what you have. But but we had when we had all of those guys on the floor uh, after the five and 14 start, uh, I really liked what we had, the Bulls were, 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 were starting to hum again. And that's why I say that I don't want to break this team up until we get those guys back and until we see an extended run from them. What are y'all now in, in Rich Township? Y'all the dinosaurs or something out there? Is that what it is? The, ra- the Raptors. <laughs> what was it like to go back there and have your jersey retired? Oh, it was it was great. You know, uh, actually, it was re-retired. So so it was retired at Ridge Central High School years and years ago. Uh, but since they closed all uh, Rich East, Rich Central and Rich South and made the school one, they took the jersey down. Um, uh, but, you know, thanks to the school superintendent, the principal and everything, they decided to one, uh, re-retire my, my number and two, I uh, also recognized my team in uh, 1986, the Rich Central Olympians that uh, lost in the state championship. So they, we, we got a big team plaque as well. Baseball is back. 
And so is MLB.tv. Watch every out-of-market, regular season game on your favorite streaming devices. Anywhere, anytime, all season long. Follow the action live or on demand. Track four games at once with multi-view mode. And catch up with in-game highlights. Plus, original programs, minor league broadcasts, and local pre- and post-game shows. Go to MLB.tv to start your free trial today. Blackout and other restrictions apply. Major League Baseball trademarks used with permission. Do we just fast forward now to the college part of this discussion that comes Ah. after high school? Because the Illini won last night, and I'm trying to figure out who this team is. I guess I got to start with asking if you think they're going to win the Big Ten regular season. Yeah, well, it's tough with Purdue and Wisconsin playing well. Um, I think that also Northwestern, uh, they lost to Northwestern last, last week and overtime. picked up big, yeah, in overtime, picked up two big wins against Indiana and Ohio state last night. Uh, I think with Terrence Shannon coming back, they, they have to, I mean, I know Terrence had a, a really good game last night. Uh, they have to reacclimate him back into the fold and, and, and see what type of run they can make for the rest of the big 10 season. Um, you know, Purdue is going to be awfully tough. I mean, I, I believe that they're the number one or two team in the country. And, you know, of course, Wisconsin is always tough, too. But uh, hopefully we can put together a run of games here where we can vie for the uh, for the Big Ten championship, you know, because I think if, if they get there, then Brad may be considered, uh, you know, if he finishes uh, second uh, second or third in the Big Ten, he may be considered uh, Big Ten coach of the year. Uh, right now, I think that that, that goes to, to Matt Painter right now for the job he's done. Um, but there's a lot of guys in consideration. If Northwestern moves up there, Chris Collins may be considered uh, coach of the year uh, in the Big Ten. So, I mean, it's 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 good for the league, good for the two schools um, that are here in the state. And, uh, you know, I'm enjoying watching See, what I thought you were going to ask about high school to college I was, was going to say how many coaches are, are hanging yeah. around the front door lately. Yeah. Like, yeah. yeah. <laughs> Uh, well, you know, I hey, listen, the recruiting process has been, been great. Um, my, my son, uh, is actually, I think he's getting tired of it right now, you know, and, you know, I, I wouldn't be surprised if he made a decision in, you know, March, you know, I know it's early, he's still a junior and everything, but I wouldn't be surprised. You know, he's, he, he, he just, he just doesn't like uncertainty. He likes, he likes certainty. So uh, you know, I wouldn't be surprised if, if he made a decision. Great schools recruiting him. And, uh, you know, it's, it's his decision in the end. We'll, we'll see which way he goes. Is, so, he, is he definitely going to do the college thing? Or could he go to, like, a G League Ignite or go play in Australia or something like that and just take a, a, a pro tack from the start? No, absolutely not. He's, okay. a, he's, <laughs> he's, he's, he's a straight-A student. Uh, as a matter of fact, when I was dropping him off in, in – uh, to school at St. Ignatius this morning. He said, Dad, I got all A's and one B. I got to get my B up. So right. he's we, we he is going to school to graduate. He's already got a plan. He's going to graduate in three years. And, uh, you know, that's that's what he has his heart, his mindset on. That's going to be the time commitment to do that and play high level D1 basketball. And, and well, wow, that's that's asking an awful lot, man. Yeah, well, yeah, it. Does but I mean you know Saint Ignatius is a is a very difficult school academically yep. right now, uh, and you know they run the basketball program over there like a, a pro pro program. So he's he's had he has to um, manage his time now. So when he gets to college, it's not going to be any problem. Kendall did a water fast for seven days. 
Did you guys know yeah. about this? No. I did. No. What is, what's <laughs> Kendall a, did just water for seven days. Yeah. Well, like the uh, soup count. No, not not the soup. Just just water. Just just hot water for seven days. Um, you know, it was it was tough. I'm telling you, especially after day three. Um, you know, it's it, it tests your mind. It's the, honestly, I've been through all kind of stuff in my life, but that's the hardest thing I've ever had to do especially when you uh, have people eating around you all the time. And, uh, but I was able to get through it that seventh day. I got to tell you, the seventh day, I really wasn't even hungry, you know, because I'd gotten used to, to not eating. But there's so many health benefits from it. Um, the main reason why I did it is because, you know, I had a colonoscopy and, and they found uh, seven polyps, three of them precancerous. So, you know, there have been a lot of studies that if you uh, go without food for seven days, that um, you reduce your chances of getting cancer by 70%. Uh, so I'm, I'm going to do that twice a year now. So, you know, uh, I've had a lot of family members that, that have passed away from colon cancer and things like that. So that's the main reason why I did it. I, I'm probably going to still be talking about it to people and asking you about it until you do it again. Because I'm still, no, I, I'm still I, amazed. Hey, I, I just finished a two-day two one yesterday. So, you know, I'm making it part of my, my normal routine. Well, if I if I'll do the same thing. If I can go seventy two hours without a Popeye's six piece, that, that would be my equivalent. He had chicken in a bag today. <laughs> well, but I'm saying if I could do the three to, three days without a full Popeye's binge, that's going to be my my health commitment. Oh wow, wow, man! No, no, I don't I don't do the Popeyes anymore. <laughs> All right, more for me. Just the Big Texas when it's in the vending machine. You got to keep now, that away, Lawrence. You know what? I I I. I haven't even touched one this season. That's great. Not one. Yeah. Wow. Hey, look, that that colonoscopy scared the hell out of me. It's it's a it's a very important test that people should get annually if they're closing in on fifty. And definitely if they're over fifty. Really just over forty. A lot of people are like they want to adjust the guidance. Depending on your genetic background, yes. Yes. No question. Good advice. Gotta get it. You gotta get it because I waited. You know, I'm thinking of my ego got involved. I'm an athlete. I'm strong. I don't need to do all that. Well, guess what? But the doctor said, man, if you had waited at six months to another year, you'd be in some serious trouble. Yeah. And the beautiful thing about that test is that it is both something that they're looking for stuff and they can also take stuff out. Yep. So like that's the that's the beauty of the colonoscopy is that yeah. it's not just diagnostic like there's treatment inside of the testing. I so. had the same thing. I had mine when I turned fifty, and they found three, two of which were the kind that would be considered potentially precancerous, and they took them out, and that's why they t- it popped them right out. Mm-hmm. And then I'll have another one next year because now I'm on yeah. the, on the every five year plan there. Yay for preventative care. Yeah, how about that? It's very important. I'm glad that you're making this like part of your mission, Kendall, because especially in the black community, like that test is uh, something that people need to take a lot more seriously. And and I'm glad that that you saw the the reason why the test is so important. Yeah, it's, it's so important. So if all if anybody out there is listening and you and you're avoiding going to get your colonoscopy like I did, please do not do that. Go and and take care of it so you you can have preventative care, you know, because it it it, it could cost you your life. So important advice, great stuff. Yeah, go do it. Appreciate All the right. time, Kendall. Thank you. Thank you, Kendall. All right, All right take care.
We get it. Attention spans just aren't what they used to be. Heads in social media and eyes on Netflix. But what do people do with their ears? Well, for one, they're listening to audio. Americans spend 4.4 hours with audio every day. Oh, and you want the proof? Well, you just sat through this ad that's now approaching 30 seconds. What could you say to a potential customer in 30 seconds? Let Odyssey put together a media plan tailor-made for your unique marketing needs. Advertise with Odyssey. Visit ads.odyssey.com.